0: JKR Podcast. My name is Jay Riggles and I'm the host. Today we've got Arkansas Razorback, lifelong fan, Jonesboro, Arkansas native, also an Arkansas Razorback commit for the 2022 class for baseball. Josh Heineman on the show, um, starting pitcher, going to be heading up to Fayetteville this fall. I'm really excited to see where his career goes. But today we kind of talk about um, his visits to Fayetteville in the past himself being a lifelong fan of the of the program and how it's changed since he's committed. Also talk about um, the food trucks on Dixon Street. Uh, just talk about his overall career so far. I'm really excited to get him on the show. Pumped to see where his career goes. So let's dig into that interview. And welcome back to the JKR podcast. Today we've got Jonesboro, Arkansas native, Arkansas commit for the 2022 class for baseball, Josh Heinman on the show. Josh, how are you doing today?
1: Doing great. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing all right, man. I'm fi- glad to finally get you on the podcast. I'm glad to get this uh, content out there. But sure. um, just just to get started, um, one question I like to ask everybody: um, just for those people who for the people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Who exactly is Josh Heinman?
1: Uh, well, my name is Josh Heineman. I lived in Jonesboro, Arkansas, my whole entire life. Uh, baseball's always been my number one sport. Probably started playing when I was, I'd say, four or five. And I mean, a lot of people around here kind of just say I use baseball as a personality trait. So if you see if you see anything about baseball or know anything about baseball, I bet you and you know, I'll get along.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you live in Arkansas? You said um, right before that we started recording, about four and a half hours away from Fayetteville. You said you've been an Arkansas uh, fan your whole life. So, is that all sports?
1: All sports. For yeah. sure. I've been through all the errors, the Petrino era to the St. Pittman era. I'm all about it. And then basketball, the co- I can't remember his name, the coach before Mike Anderson. And then MustBus. I mean, it's just been great. I mean, my whole family's pretty much gone there.
0: Yeah. So, they got a solid basketball team this year with the tournament coming up this year. Uh, with this week, we got the number four seed playing at Vermont, I believe. Right. Uh, who, who? How far do you see them going this year?
1: You know, I've got my bracket that I make every year, just in case. Yeah, I got the Hawks winning it on one of my brackets, and I've got another bracket where I've got them probably making about. I got faith in us in the Elite Eight, Final Four.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, so I saw you post the other day. Um, that Arkansas had a few like all SEC basketball, all all, sorry, all first team SEC basketball players. Uh, do you know those guys at all, or are you just? Pretty, uh, pretty
1: much as a fan. Uh, just a fan of those guys. I've I've met Jalen Williams around campus before, and then I've just watched JD Ote the past two years, and both of them just do an outstanding job on the court.
0: Yeah. So let's dig a little bit into your recruiting process. Obviously, you said you've been a Razorbacks fan your entire life, so that's probably changed your recruiting process a little bit. But can you kind of just dig, uh, take us through the recruiting process for you overall, just when D1 team started to notice you all the way up to when you committed to Arkansas?
1: So my freshman year, I uh, subbed in with Arkansas Sticks in Arizona for the MLK tournament. Went down there, had a great time. I played good baseball and everything. It was my first time connecting with Sticks. So me and Coach Brewster got together over the phone one day, and it was, hey, I want to play for you guys next year. I want to be a part of this program. It's just amazing. And then later the next week, I went to a PBR, and I had a bullpen, and – Everything went well, I hit 86 as a freshman. Coach Ruscha calls me that night. He's like, hey, I got Arkansas on the line. They want to talk to you soon. And I was like, just blown away. Like, oh my goodness, I've known these guys for one weekend and here we are. And then the next year, just kind of kept talking with Arkansas, staying pretty steady, a few schools come in, coming in and out, checking in, checking out, all that. And then I'd say sophomore summer, I really made a change in my body and really started focusing more on baseball. And I started to get a lot more looks from other D one schools, power five schools, mid majors all around. And then Arkansas came around, uh, the day before my 16th birthday and asked me if I wanted to come and, uh, be a Razorback. And yeah. I was like, all for it. I was like, let's go. I'm committing on my birthday. What else can I ask for? So
0: yeah. So when you got that, when you got that offer from Arkansas, you knew right away you wanted to be in Fayetteville. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, did you receive yeah. any offers from other schools before that Arkansas offer?
1: Uh, the day, the same day I got the offer from Arkansas, I got an offer from the Crowder Rough Riders coach Tyler Sawyer. He's a little, he helps with the summer ball. A great coach, great guy, and he he gave me the first, my first offer, get the ball rolling, and history from there.
0: Yeah. So you said that sophomore summer, your your body changed a little bit, and that was what attracted a lot of college teams. So how exactly did your body change? What was it, like a big height difference, uh, more muscle? What exactly was that?
1: So my – I'd say right when COVID kind of crashed into high school baseball, I weighed in at 303 pounds, and now I'm at 233, and I got down to 250 my sophomore year and just – haven't looked back. It's just yeah. I've lost all that weight and just became more agile, mobile, everything. I even kept most of my strength with me and even added a little bit.
0: Yeah. So sitting at 303, obviously you were a football player. So did you play quite a bit as an underclassman on the varsity football team?
1: My sophomore year, I started at center for us. And then after I committed, I went through and played my junior year and played left tackle, had a great time. I even talked to a few schools during my sophomore and junior year about football And then um, my senior year came around and I just decided I was going to focus on baseball. Yeah.
0: And how has that helped your baseball career? I was was going to ask that later on, but might as well just dig into it now. Um, How has not playing football this past season, how has that enhanced your baseball career?
1: Not playing allows me to focus, but I really want to highlight those two years where I was playing. It's just it changed, like, changed your attitude about sports. It changes – just mentality, the coaches do a really good job making sure your mindset's there at all times. And like, it really just, football did some things for me that enhanced my baseball that some people just never understand. And you don't understand until you get into that mindset of being on a football field and then translating it over to the baseball field. But so I definitely think football is a great secondary sport for baseball. But taking that year off hurt me, like mentally, because I love football. And But they definitely did some wonders for me. allowed me to make sure I knew I was going to stay healthy and be able to hone my craft throughout all that time and really work on one thing during all of it.
0: Yeah. So you said your sophomore, junior year, you were talking to some schools about playing football. Obviously, you already committed to Arkansas for baseball at that point. Did it ever go through your mind of possibly playing both sports at Arkansas?
1: I thought about it, but I just knew that as being an offensive lineman, It'd be a really toll on my body to do both. And I just never really bought into it. I had my own thoughts about it, but I just never really was like, all right, let's see what I can do here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So being off being an offensive lineman, I'm sure you can put up some pretty big weight in the weight room. So what are what are some of your uh, maxes on some of those lifts?
1: So my most recent bench press max was 325 and then squat. My squat isn't it's not phenomenal, I'll say that, because I just can't get down there as low as I probably should. I think I got 405 recently, which which isn't terrible, but it's not great. And then uh, deadlift, I got 620-ish hex bar, somewhere around there. And then a lot of my other stuff is just really athletic workouts that just really keep you more mobile while replicating some things that I'll do on the field and strengthening there.
0: Yeah. So since you committed to Arkansas so young, have they been sending you like this workout program they want you to use, or are you kind of just using your own workout program at this moment?
1: I have, They sent me a workout program after I committed that summer. So I use that a great amount. And then there's sometimes that I'll use my own workouts too with my trainer and stuff like that, or when I'm just working out by myself. But for the most part, I use that workout to get ready for the season, not only for just the season, but for when I get up there later.
0: Okay. So are you guys playing ball now? I know here in Indiana, like, practice has just started, but Arkansas is a little bit warmer. So have you guys started playing uh, – have you guys started practice or playing some games?
1: We have played eight games. We're 6-2 and two right now. We played two games last night. So we're we're in full swing.
0: Yeah. So are most of the teams you play, are they within pretty close proximity to Jonesboro, or are they kind of, like, far – do you have to travel kind of far to play some games? So our,
1: our first game we played, we played – a team pretty close. And then we went – the next game we went all up to Fayetteville, four and a half hours, played a game. So, it's just – but that was kind of part of a tournament. So, but predominantly the teams that we're going to play right now are going to stay in our area, like northeast Arkansas, maybe, maybe venture down into central Arkansas a little bit. But for the most part, I'd say two hours is probably the max that we usually go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, being a fan of the Arkansas Razorbacks growing up, uh, did you take a lot of just trips to Fayetteville to go watch some games or even just look at campus growing up before you even committed?
1: Oh, yeah. All the time. Uh, we would go up there. Just I remember being a little boy going in the bud. My dad carrying me in on his shoulder, pulling some uh, earplugs out of his pocket, says, here, you're going to want these. Like I was young enough to where I could go and understand it and then but I didn't want to be in that atmosphere because it was just crazy and I mean that just stuck with me that one is like almost a core memory for me like it stuck with me I've been going up there forever going up To baseball games going up to basketball football everything you name it yeah we've been there
0: yeah so what was it like to when you actually took those visits with coaches and got to see like behind the scenes of places you've been going to since you're a little kid
1: I mean, I was just—I felt like a little kid on Christmas. Was walking around, just staring at everything. I was—it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Have you gotten to take a? Have you gotten to take a look at the new uh, training facility they put in?
1: We went up there in—I want to say late. Nope, no October, and yeah, we got to check it out, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah. It
1: was everything's just state of the art. Like, I mean, there's teams that. There's teams in the major leagues that probably are behind on what Arkansas has. It's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you go on a visit there and you're not committed there, it's hard to leave and
0: not commit. Yeah. I mean, Arkansas is a pretty damn good baseball school. I mean, I was there last weekend to watch them play UIC. I went to Texas. I was like, I obviously got to stop in Fayetteville for a little bit. Look, Check out the Arkansas baseball team. No. I think they swept UIC, um, that stadium. It's amazing, especially compared to some of these Big Ten stadiums that I've seen. Um, everything in the SEC, I mean, man, that's, is, just, that's just huge difference.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's great. And that new add-on, I mean, even without it, it's still one of the best atmospheres in baseball. And then you bring it in there, you start bringing in more fans. You got more people to sit. I mean, it's just surreal. It's great. And then when you have a team like they have to go along with it, yeah. you're going to have fans there.
0: It's a major difference when you actually have a, a student body that actually enjoy, like, loves baseball, and they're there cheering on, uh, heckling the other team, or heck that ho- that hog pen. Now that that was rocking that last weekend.
1: Whenever I heard that they were going to switch uh, Arkansas's uh, dugout over to the th- first base side, and now the hog pens on top of the other team's uh, bullpen. Ooh, I knew it was going to be tough. Yeah,
0: yeah, It'd
1: be tough. For them. No one wants to come in there.
0: Um, so uh, before, earlier on in the episode, you talked about how you went on to like you, you did like one guest weekend with the Arkansas Sticks your freshman year. So mm-hmm. where did you play before then? And then how did you get connected with the Arkansas Sticks?
1: So I played with Yellow Bush Giants out of Oxford, Mississippi from when I was about eight years old to 13. And I connected with Coach Brewster, just kind of looking for some more in-state representation, more getting to know kids around me like in my state rather than just playing with kids in Mississippi my whole life. And those kids in Mississippi, absolutely great baseball players, great kids, great families and all that. But I just knew that I kind of needed to come play within my own area for a little bit. Cause I had been so long since I was playing in Arkansas. So we came in here looking for a team kind of out of Arkansas that I could make a good name for myself, go play good baseball, at really good places. And coach Bruce and I got in contact and, now we're here, and I got one more year left with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how did you connect with that team in Mississippi? Because Mississippi is quite, quite a far drive from Arkansas.
1: Right. Uh, me playing on the Storm when I was younger. And then I have a hitting coach named Todd Rhodes. I mean, he played a little Juco ball, a little uh, college ball. Great dude, knows a lot of people. And he got in contact with me at a young age, and I started hitting with him. And so his team was really good and they were one year older than me. And they'd always drive over to Oxford and scrimmage this team called the Obusha Giants. I had no idea, no idea who they were. So we go over there, we scrimmage one time. And then they asked me if I wanted to go to the tournament in Orlando that everybody wants to go to when you're younger. I mean, it's that and Cooperstown. Those are the two tournaments we want to go to. So like, yeah, let's go. I go over there. Great time. I'm 10 years old, living my life in Disney playing baseball and then the next year, we went again. And then so now I'm just – we were there all the through it. It's just – after that, we just kept going, stayed right there.
0: Yeah. So for those teams in Mississippi, um, did they mainly stay in the south? Or did they come up north at all? Um, that was more closer to Jonesboro for tournaments. Uh, we
1: we, pro- we played a lot of tournaments in South Haven, which is about an hour and a half from me, 30 minutes from Memphis. So it wasn't terrible, but sometimes we'd go play in, like, Jackson or we'd go to Atlanta and whatnot. But that team, like, almost – I think I want to say the year I left, they formed with a team out out west with uh, BPA. So now they're, like, a combo organization kind of – I don't know all the details on it, but now they'll go play out in – Texas, they'll, go, they'll just work all the way to the West. I mean, they're playing in Arizona some weekends. Utah, I mean, it's a really cool experience. They've got a really good thing going over there.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to assume with them being in Mississippi, you didn't really get to practice with them much. It was mostly just those tournament games on the weekends.
1: And then I think I dri- try and drive down about once a year and grab a practice with them before the season started. And other than that, I just get my work in by myself, pull yeah. up to the field on the weekends, and then we had this connection that we could just go out there and play
0: yeah so what was that what was that travel ball schedule generally like so when were you heading out before a weekend tournament when were you heading heading out of Jonesboro when were you getting into wherever the tournament was played at Uh,
1: so this past summer if we started on Thursdays I'd head out sometimes on Tuesdays sometimes on Wednesdays get home on a Monday I mean there was just it was weeks in baseball sometimes when we leave on Wednesdays I think I have and we some when we leave on Wednesdays, we've been trying to make sure we get home on a Sunday so you can get two days off. But if we knew we we're just gonna hit the road again, we'd just get home, maybe wash the clothes real quick, get get a good night's sleep in your own bed, wake up in the morning. Here we go. Yeah. And then last last summer, I think I went on a I spent three weeks straight in Atlanta because I was playing in all those WWBAs. I was young enough to play 15U, 16U, my own age group, and then Coach Brewster had me come up and play 17 years, so I was there that whole time.
0: Yeah. So you played the WWBA three times last year. Mm-hmm. Is that how you got so well connected with uh, my guy, Willie Prince from Black Cobra, just being in Atlanta? That was actually
1: the year before. Last year I played in two, though.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I met Cobra at the PBR Showdown, first tournament of the year. Cobra's walking around, he's kind of low, low name, low profile. No one really knows who he is. But then everyone finds his Instagram. Where we're like, hold up, we gotta get this guy to the field. Yeah. So sticks are like, hey, Cobra, come check us out, and see what you got. I mean, Black Cobra Sticks connection is like no other. I'm telling you.
0: Hey, that's, he, it's like he's told me the same, he's told me the same thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, every I mean, if you play Sticks, you know who Black Cobra is. That's how it is. Now it is. I mean, he's yeah. always there. He's checking checking us in on social media, providing us with flicks, like everything. It's just he does a really good job with our social media presence and really takes it to another level.
0: Yeah. So, um, w- once you moved on to the Arkansas Sticks your freshman year, once you played in Arizona for them that one weekend, were you with them for the rest of your travel ball experience? Have you played with any other guest appearances with other travel ball teams, or has it mostly been the Sticks since then?
1: Uh, pretty much all sticks. I subbed in with the wow factor out of Memphis, Tennessee one weekend. And then I, we just fit it in right between sticks tournaments. So I drove from the sticks tournament there. And then after that, right to the sticks tournament. And considering that my birthday's in the end of June, I've still got one more year summer ball coming up. So I'm pumped. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I'm play, really? I'm gonna so play that and then I'm gonna go to college. Yeah.
0: Wow. So how's that gonna work? Are you gonna like when are you planning on heading to Fayetteville to go to campus?
1: I'm not sure on my exact report date yet, but I want to say it's probably middle summer, late summer, something like that. I think that's what I heard it was. But I'm a coach, Brewster talked to Coach Hobbs and asked if it was cool and all was good. So,
0: yeah, the more in me. Hey, I mean, the more you get to play against that top competition, I mean, hey, it's going to make you better. That's all that matters.
1: You get to go great places, play great teams. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: So, is that 2023 Arkansas 6 team? Does that have as almost many Arkansas commits as the 2022 team?
1: Mm hmm. It's, I mean uh, last year that elite team that we played on was uh they had the twenty twenty three and twenty twenty two mix so i want to say about half of us are twenty twenty two maybe a little bit more than the other half of twenty twenty three so they're gonna be really good this year too and they're gonna bring out i'm sure they probably have something in the mix where they have twenty twenty fours coming to play this year and they've got a good amount of arkansas commits as well
0: yeah that's that's crazy that such a a program like that is so well connected with a good baseball program like that
1: yeah i mean and not only does it just benefit them it benefits us so much like we're all I mean, we're all in great connections i mean sean's coming on here a little bit later in the week and that's one of my best friends now like we talk all the time we spent our whole weekend together at the visit which is kind of how it goes now i'm tight with everybody i'm tight with parker jason i mean you name it
0: yeah Another guy we got coming on. So we've got you. You're going to be next Friday, Sean next Saturday, and then Gage Wood. I got him coming on Sunday. That's my guy. I actually just got text from about two minutes ago about uh, we're planning on scheduling the the interview. Gage and
1: I live an hour away from each other. So we're we're conference rivals.
0: Whoa. Is there going to be any game that you guys are throwing up against each other this year? Oh, yeah.
1: It's going to happen. Yeah. We we did it last year. It's coming back again this year. Gage and I we get together. We meet halfway. Even one of us goes stays at his house. He comes stays at my house. Love Gage. He's yeah. great. He's yeah. a great ball player too.
0: Yeah. Maybe the JKR podcast and Black Cobra Media are gonna have to partner up and do maybe some live ABS, do some cool. content like that.
1: That would be good.
0: That we've got be... so we've got some uh, Indiana guys. We're doing that with. So obviously you've heard of Max Clark, probably I assume, right? Yeah. Uh, Nash Wagner, some of those guys. We're doing some live A-B content here in the fall. So we might have to make a trip to Arkansas and do something there as well. Come on down. Yeah. Um, so you talk about your relationships with those guys with the Arkansas sticks that you're just all super close with them. Have most of those guys been on the team since you started your freshman year there? Uh,
1: the people that I played with the first year that are going to Arkansas were me, Cooper Dossett, Bolton Sims, I'm, I'm trying to think of all of them. I don't, really don't want to leave anyone off. I want, uh, Jordan Husky, and I want there's a few more in the mix. And then we added Jason and Parker and uh, Sean and a few others this year to really get together. So we kind of – we I guess Brewster kind of went out. I mean, everyone kind of knew Arkansas sticks, Arkansas. So Brewster went out and was like, hey, if you want to come play, come on. We'd love to have you. There we go. Now we've got a team full of kids that are going to the same place that all all have similar interests. And yeah, there it is.
0: So uh, you built so you you met Sean this past season, travel ball, you said, right? Mm-hmm. So how yeah. did you build that relationship with him? What was that first experience meeting with Sean and how did you grow that relationship over time?
1: So I met Sean for the first time over social media and I remember him kind of following me or I remember seeing him on Instagram and I followed him. And then next thing I know he's posting, he's committing the Razorbacks. So like this is out of nowhere, what the heck? Like I just found this guy. So like I reached out to him. I was like, Hey, congrats, man. Welcome to the family. We kind of come conversed over there. And then whenever Sean and I met, when I've introduced myself to him, he introduced, he introduced himself to me and we just kind of had a good time in the hotel after games. We spent a good time, uh, in the dugout, whenever one of us wasn't pitching, talking. And whenever one of us was pitching, hyping the other one up, making sure they're good, get whatever they need. And then whenever uh, we went to Fayetteville, Sean and I knew we had our visits at the same time. So we would get, we got together to eat, we went to go shopping, all that, hung out afterwards, went and met some of the other commits, hung out. It was just, I mean, we just kind of hung out the whole time. It felt like, Sean and I we absolutely raided these food trucks on Dixon. It was we found where we are gonna eat all for the next four years
0: yeah yeah there was there yeah there was quite a few when i was I was walking Dixon street when I was there, and there was quite a few food trucks out but another another no, nah, place I mean, I just, really liked, good. another place I really liked was slim chicken. Have you ever heard that have you ever had that?
1: I got one tim I got one five minutes from my house.
0: Oh, see, I was told Slim Chicken is just a Fayetteville thing. I didn't realize it was a, through all Arkansas.
1: I mean, we don't have the canes, but we got a Slim Chicken. So, okay. all the Slims from here, whenever I get around the canes, I got to try it every time. Yeah,
0: that's how I am. We're In Indiana, all we've got is really Chick-fil-A. That's all we got. So, Raising Canes, Zaxby's, Slim Chicken, of course, that stuff's not in Indiana. So, whenever I see that stuff, I got to make sure I go.
1: Well, honestly, they're all really good. I mean, yeah. can't eat it every day, but if I see it, I'm like, think about it of
0: course of course (laughs) so with the with the sticks having so many guys committed to arkansas how do you think here in these next two three four years how do you think that's going to benefit the arkansas baseball program just what the relationships everyone's have with each other already and just that commitment the team like uh that you guys have to each other
1: i think it's just i mean you're gonna be able to see it off the tv like you'll see the energy coming out of coming out, like, you'll see it. I mean, everyone's supporting each other. Everyone's making, holding each other accountable, getting out there, do what you need to do, and have a good time after. Just really know the similar common goal that everyone has, and we've known that we've already carried it for two years together going into the next four years up at the Hill. I mean, there's nothing really they're going to be like it. You, I, and not only just based off that, the talent is going to be through the roof there too, I believe.
0: Yeah. So, what are some, what are some other guys that should be on my radar as I'm watching watching Arkansas next year? What freshman should I be looking for?
1: Freshman, mm, the 2022 commits that are going to be up there. Uh, hopefully, Jason Jones, uh, Cooper Dossett, Parker Coyle. I mean, if you haven't heard about Cole Phillips by now, you need to go look into him. On 101, is bringing it. I yeah. mean, Colton. Uh, I don't know if I already said Colton. But uh, just really all of them, great athletes, great guys. Carter Boyd, Ben Bybee, Easton Swafford. Uh, that's all I can think of right off the top of my head. Jordan Husky and, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So those, uh, going back to the Arkansas Sticks, they're a very successful program. Um, just for you, as an insider of the program, what's kind of led to that success in your mind?
1: Hmm. I really think it's the family system that Coach Brewster builds around it. I mean, everyone trusts each other. You you know the guy behind you, in the order's got your back. The guy coming on the pin got your back. The coaches gonna go to war for you. I mean, it's just it's all about that trust. And then once you combine talent with trust and all that, it's just you're gonna go win ball games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So looking back at it, like you said, you're playing one more travel ball season this year. Don't know how long you're going to be playing. Cause you don't know when you're going to Fayetteville, but uh, just looking back at your entire travel ball experience, what have been your favorite memories?
1: Hmm, That, that three week stint in Atlanta was pretty fun because it was like here, I've got all my friends right here. All right. They're going to hear from the next crew. All right. They're gone. Let's meet this crew. It was, that was a great time. Uh, Always just the long the long nights, really playing under the lights. Those are always fun. It's just like that. And then even when you're playing the – draw the 8 a.m. game, you're like, oh, my goodness, here we go. Got to get 5.30. Then you got the whole day to go watch an MLB team, go get a good dinner, go to an arcade, go bowling, all this stuff, go catch a movie. Even if you just want to hang out in the hotel in the lobby, play cards, stuff like that for hours. It's just all about that.
0: Yeah. So when you're in Atlanta for the WWE (coughs) – for WWBA, how far away is your guys' hotel generally from the the ballpark?
1: I mean, when you got WWBA like that, you're going to go play at high schools, sometimes other complexes. So sometimes you're driving 15 minutes. Sometimes you're driving 45. It's all about that. I mean, you try and pick one right in the middle. And then sometimes you get closer to one side than the other. Luckily, I got closer to East Cup last time. So, our first game we drew was 45 minutes away. And then all the other ones were uh, a little bit closer. But I was—I liked being closer to East Cobb because I could go watch some of the big games afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got yeah, so let's move on a little bit from your travel ball experience to just your pitching repertoire as a whole. So, can you kind of take us through your pitching repertoire? What's your best pitch? What pitches do you throw? Um, just have
1: four-seam fastball, two-seam fastball, slider, and a changeup. And I've really liked my uh, four seam. It's got good rise and arm side movement. And then next pitch, I will probably say my sliders. I got the ability to use it for a wipeout pitch, finish in the dirt, or I can throw it for a strike on you. And I like my two seam and my changeup pretty effectively. They've got similar movement as my two seam's got a little bit more rise to its run, but and then the changeup's got some cut or some run and drop. So I, mean, I like. I like to use all those and those are my four go-to and I like having all of the days when I have them all. I mean, it's just, it's a really good day out there on the mound. I keep the keep the hitter off balance and just go get them.
0: Yeah. So what pitch have you developed mostly these past few years? Uh, which, which pitch has developed the most?
1: Definitely my slider. I haven't been able to pick a grip recently and I finally found one that works for me, able to finish it up front and just go get, go attack the batter with it. I mean, get confident enough to go throw it first pitch out of the gate. Yeah. Even throw it on a three, two count, you know, just that. It's all about developing confidence in it and going out and be able to know that you can throw it for a strike if you need to, or if you need to get a guy out with it, you can.
0: Yeah. So you like those four pitches. Um, Are there any pitches that you've kind of tried out in the past that haven't worked or any pitches that you kind of want to add to your repertoire here in the future?
1: I'm hoping to add a curveball at some point. I've kind of worked on it a little bit left and right, but it's like, I get close and then I just take two steps back and I can't get back to where I need to. And I just, I don't want to take it out there when it's not game ready. Like I'll still throw it in bullpens though. When I'm just playing catch really get a feel for it, try and get over the top of that and snap it down kind of more of a 12, six movement, but it's a work in progress. That's yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah. So what are the, what are the few biggest things you're wanting to work on before you head to Arkansas um, this fall?
1: Um want to get my velo up just a little bit, kind of more so I get more matured for college, ready to get out there and feel more confident with it. And I feel really confident with where I'm at right now. But I know when you get to college, it's a completely different ballgame. You got to get out there and not only just have velo, you got to be able to paint the corners, get the plate where you need it, set it up, set the batter up, come in on a batter, go outside to them. So once I get confident with my location, then I can go get the velo I need.
0: Yeah. So currently you're a two-way player. Um, are you planning on continuing that as you head into Arkansas this fall, or are you mostly just going to be a pitcher?
1: Just going to pitch, probably. Okay. I enjoy hitting, but pitching will take me where I want to get to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so getting rid of hitting this this upcoming fall, um, you won't be hitting anymore. What ways do you think you can enhance your pitching um, skills just that way without just focusing on pitching instead of focusing on both?
1: Uh, I think it'll allow me to really pick, just zone in and just like, all right, set up a really good throwing program, uh, get what I need on each day. And I already have one alone right now, but sometimes it gets kind of it mixed up because with hitting and all that. And I know that whenever, whenever high school ends and I'm not having to hit anymore, I can really focus on making sure I get this X amount of throwing with X amount of intent every day in and out. Just really make sure I got, it's proper rest. I need even. Yeah. So, I mean, just all that buys into it and makes you a better player.
0: Yeah. So you won't be hitting at all during uh travel ball this season? So once your high uh, school season's over, you're done?
1: I doubt I hit. I probably just pitched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I told myself before this high school season, I was like, it's going to be the last time you pick up a bat and actually mean something. So yeah. just kind of hitting the baseball right now. I'm really – I'm enjoying it. Just yeah. going so how, of, how are
0: those at-bats going right now, eight games in the season? How are you hitting?
1: Uh, right now, I'm batting 600. And we've got four home runs and 19 RBIs. So, there you go. it's well, going go.
0: That's got to lead the state, right? Four home runs already? That's, that's pretty solid.
1: I haven't checked in, but it's got to be up there somewhere. I was going
0: to uh, say, five home runs in a season here in Indiana. I mean, you're probably, probably topping your area. I mean, you're four, <laughs> you're four home runs in already, eight games in, man.
1: I hit five last year, so I'm already getting close to last year. Yeah, year's.
0: yeah, going to break that school record.
1: That's going to be hard. They had a kid hit 17 one year. Oh,
0: oh yeah, that's that that's going to be tough to beat. But hopefully, I it keep was. getting
1: fastballs. Maybe we can make it happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. How many how many games in a season do you play in Arkansas? Uh,
1: Thirty, and then okay. then you start the postseason. Yeah, you you got
0: that. You, you've got a, you've got a solid season ahead of you. you you'll
1: yeah. be fine. If you do the math. We should be close. We'll be close. Hopefully.
0: All right. Well, I'll be, I'll be cheering for you. Hopefully, hopefully we get to get to watch that this year. Sounds great. But um, who are just overall, who are the some of the toughest hitters as a pitcher that you faced? And then even as a hitter, who are some of those toughest pitchers that you've faced in the past?
1: As a hitter pitching wise, I mean, I faced Gage. I faced uh, Cooper Dossett. Just I faced Sean, even I faced Sean, Gage, Parker, all of them. I mean, just unbelievably good. I mean, you know, they're going to come out there and compete. And just from seeing it from like on the bench, watching, and you get in the box and it's, it's yeah. like, it's yeah, good. Yeah. So, I mean, and then as a, as a pitcher, probably say some of the best hitters I've faced against is cross jumper. Uh, he's at my, he went to my high school uh, last year. He went to Tennessee and he, he's at ASU now. Really good player. I mean, He's really good with the bat. And then Jake Henry Williams, who's also at my high school, another really good hitter. And then uh, playing against batters like Ty Wade, Reese Robinette, uh, Walter Ford, just all of them, they're just really good. You know that they can, they can barely up if you miss, so you got to be really yeah. good.
0: Um, so you mentioned Fitzpatrick, you mentioned Gage Wood um, as just – Tough guys to face. With them coming on the, um, here these next couple of days, just you as a hitter, what's it like facing those guys in the box? Can t- take us through in at back that you had with, the, with both those guys.
1: It's definitely not easy. I mean, when you get up there against Gage, you know, he's going to come, he's going to give you some heat, and then he's going to flip that off speed in there, and it's just going to start here, and then boom, you don't know what's going to happen. And then just really good pitcher, really smart, too, and he can get you. That's for sure. And then you got Sean over here. You got the little crafty lefty. I mean, and then you think crafty lefty is down from here, throwing it, and then he's going to speed you up real quick, swing some 92, 93 in there on your hands. Not much you can do with that. And then he's going to throw your slider that starts at your hands, and then there it is, another batter's block. Yeah. Or he's on your back foot. That, I mean, that's how it is. He's lefty, I guess. So, other there's yeah. batter's blocks coming to your hands. Yeah. So he's just I mean, both of them just really athletic, really good players, really good, talented minds, even just know how to pitch.
0: Yeah. So you talked about this early in the show. We've talked about it probably throughout the entire thing, that you've been a huge Arkansas fan your entire life. You committed there as soon as you got that offer. What's that difference going to be next fall when you're at an Arkansas football game as a student watching SEC football compared to when you were a little kid uh, watching them? How's that? What's that, what's that difference going to be for you this fall?
1: I mean I'm ready for it. I'm ready to be in the student section even just kind of know that I'm this is my college. This is where I'm going like everybody's everybody's got each other here. I mean every school program has that liking like you said whenever you came through Fayetteville you it felt good to see students out there that like baseball. I mean that's even if you don't like the sport that whole just like area you're going to go out there and support it. Because you just gotta, it's part of the thing, especially in the SEC. Like, you, I'm ready for it. The atmosphere is just different. I mean, going out, uh, watching the football team, going to the Bud, watching the basketball team. I got to go to the Kentucky versus Arkansas game. Sat right by the student section.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. They I'm sure loud. that was a legit experience.
1: <laughs> they get loud, and then hopefully that carries all those people carry on over into the hog pen whenever we're trying to we're out there trying to make it to Omaha and win a World Series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was obviously going to be different as a student, but did have you looked at the Arkansas games just a little differently um, since you've committed? I know when I talked to Walter Ford, he said when he was watching Alabama as a little kid, he looked at it a little differently compared to when he was actually committed there, knowing that that was his school that he was going to. Uh,
1: I definitely think I I can agree with that hundred percent. You get up there and you're after, when you're just watching as a fan, you love it, you enjoy it. And then whenever you get there as, a recruit or to commit it's like dang this is going to be me next year like yeah this is where i'm going to be i'm going to be out here there's going to be little kids like me like what i used to be coming up here like oh i want to be here and it's just knowing that you're going to be a part of that atmosphere and the years to come is just it's great
0: yeah yeah so let's move on from baseball a little bit we've talked about baseball now for quite a bit um so just what are some of your passions beyond the baseball field is there something you like to do in your hometown jonesboro Uh, Just what are some of those passions off the field?
1: Uh, I actually do a little bit of photography, not a ton of it, but I'll just kind of go out there. I've talked to Cobra about this before. Just kind of bring out my camera. I have two younger brothers. I'll go take pictures of their events and see how they're doing. And then uh, other than that, I just kind of stick to baseball, working out, do some stuff on my own, you know, just – I'm a pretty relaxed guy. Like, yeah. just kind of lay back, hang out with some friends even here or there. Go – I mean, we'll go to Little Rock, hike a mountain or two, see what's going on up there. I mean, I enjoy the outside.
0: Yeah. So, with Ar- with Arkansas not having any professional sports teams, are, when you get together with your friends, are there some teams that you guys generally like to watch? Cowboys. Cowboys? Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Well, Cowboys. baseball? Baseball, I mean, obviously with Arkansas not having a baseball team, is it what baseball team are you guys generally rooting for? The Cardinals. Car- oh, man, Cardinals. Man, I'm a, big, I'm a big Cubs guy, so that's a little that's a little oh. tough to hear. But I mean, Bush Stadium's all right. I passed I passed I pass that a few times my now in my my lifetime. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't compete with Wrigley? But you know, it, it's all right. All, right, all, right, all right.
1: Yeah, the Wrigley's got all the got. You can't compete with Wrigley. I yeah. mean, but Bush, it, it's it's great.
0: Yeah, I love it. So uh, when, when exactly did you get started working that camera and just what kind of got you interested in that?
1: Uh, I don't really know what got me interested in it, but there was one time around Christmas that I was like, you know, maybe I can talk with parents and they get me something for Christmas, check it out, see how I like it. Got it. And then uh, my little brother had a tournament in Texas – or not tournament. Well, I guess it was a football tournament in Texas – so I took it out there, started taking pictures with it, messing around. I enjoyed it, all the kids loved it. They're posting it on Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. And then the parents loved it. So I was like, hey, I kind of like this, like taking pictures of it and then just sending it out. So and then I started going to my little brother's football games more, baseball games, just I have my camera I'd get down on the sideline, see what I can get. And I just, I definitely think I like taking pictures of action more than just like see, scenic stuff. I mean, I took, we went and uh, hiked Pinnacle Mountain at Little Rock. I took my camera, just kind of check it out. That was probably some of the more scenic work I've done, but I was with five other of my buddies. So I just got some cool pictures for them too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how much How much younger are you? You got two younger brothers. How much younger are they?
1: I've got one that's 16 years old and he's a football player. And then I've got one that's uh, 13, will be 14 in August. He's baseball, football, basketball, both. Start athlete.
0: Are any of those uh, Hyman little younger brothers, they going to be playing some power five sports just like their older brother?
1: I mean, you, Alex Hyman, look out for him in football. Taylor, who knows? I mean, he's still in the age where he can play whatever every one. He can yeah. go play baseball. Of
0: for, course. He
1: just got to – once he picks one, he'll be able to, get, he'll yeah. be able to do it. There we go.
0: Yeah. Did you get the chance to play with your younger brother, Alex, in football?
1: Didn't yeah, no, no, actually. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah. I was, but, I was a year off from playing with my younger brother, too. His little – I was wishing I could get to, but
1: I, – I, I was – it felt like I was out there, though, because I was in the student section getting loud, cheering him on,
0: though.
1: Yeah. I got um, to play a year of baseball with him, though.
0: Oh, there knows. we go. See, that's that, – I bet that's an experience you guys are going to enjoy the rest of your guys' life, so.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. except he, just doesn't, he doesn't love baseball like I do, so it's all
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I got one more question for you um, before we end off the podcast – Um, I'm an NIL guy. I mean, just being in college, I I get to I've built relationships with guys here at IU and I like seeing the NIL deals that they've done. So with the NIL NIL regulations coming up, what are like, have you looked into that at all? Are you looking forward to maybe possibly working with a company in Fayetteville? Um, Is there anything that you've kind of looked into just in terms of marketing um, yourself as a player? Not really.
1: I haven't really looked into it a lot, but I've definitely like seen stuff about it and kind of crossed my mind, gone over It's like, all right, I know at some point I'm going to have to make a name for myself. I'm going to have to come out here, find a business that I enjoy and they enjoy me just as much. And just, and I figure that that's something I really am interested in as I get closer to college. So I definitely need to sit down and figure a few things out. But I think it's really cool just seeing stuff... Filter around the whole uh, college sports world. I mean, whenever uh, JD Notte came out with the with the Hunt NIL, that was huge. So I just think that's really cool. So I gotta I gotta give me a part of that. Hopefully,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, Josh. I think that's all I have for you. I'm super pumped to have you on that um, on for an episode on the podcast. Can't wait to watch you play in Arkansas next year. I'm definitely going to be making the trip to Fayetteville to watch you, Sean Gage whoever else I may connect with here these next few months on the Arkansas team. Um, I'm just super pumped to watch you guys. Um, Maybe I'll see you this summer. I'm going to be traveling a lot this summer, watching some college games or some travel ball games. So um, good luck this season. And I I hope to maybe connect with you more in the future.
1: I appreciate that so much. That sounds great.
0: And that's going to do it for another episode of the JKR Podcast. Today's episode was number 49 um, overall for the podcast. I just want to thank Josh for coming on the show today. Um, Like I said throughout the episode, I'm really excited to see where his career goes. I know he's going to completely dominate at Arkansas. Another guy who's going to completely dominate Arkansas is going to be tomorrow's guest, Sean Fitzpatrick. He's from Houston, Texas, also committed to Arkansas for the same class um sean and josh are pretty good friends as we discussed a little bit in that episode i'm um, also really excited to see where his career goes with that um you can tune into these episodes on apple podcast spotify and even youtube this week so make sure to tune in there also be visiting our website at www.jkrpodcast.com but with that being said let's move on to tomorrow's episode and i'll see you guys then